Hey guys, and welcome to Road to Forex, where we discuss everything in relation to the foreign exchange. Of course, I am your host, Alex. So without further ado, let's get stuck into today's episode. Now, as promised, I wanted to give you a part two about price action. Part one, if you have not listened to it, is integral to this part. Otherwise, it's not going to make sense. So please pause it and go to the other one. Otherwise, bit of a waste of time. But for those who have already listened to the first one, of course, I want to be going over to the important stuff that you can implement straight away. Now, this one is actually particularly hard, and I've recorded this three or four times. It may not surprise anyone that I record them all first time, and I just go through it, and I just smash it out. Um, I find it's way easier that way, especially when I get onto good trains of thought. If you just script it out, and you just write it down there, I always go off script anyway, because I'll think of something, or something else will happen. But this one, I'm really going to try and stick to some fundamentals because this is actually the most challenging thing I've spoken about, which is really weird because I am a price action trader. Should this not be the easiest thing for me to talk to you guys about? And I think it's the hardest thing for me to talk to you guys about. If I could show you, absolute doddle. It'd be a walk in the park. For those of you that are my mentorees, you would know exactly what I'm talking about. For those of you that have even watched YouTube videos, imagine some of these more complex things if you're just to talk about them. And that's what I try and do here at Road to Forex as best as I can. But this one's particularly challenging. So please bear with me um, while I do try and make my way around this rather hard subject. It doesn't make sense, again, building my YouTube channel for this reason, so I can actually show you guys um, some of this stuff here that I actually talk about. Anyway, in terms of how to use price action to boost your trading strategy, to use it with smart money, to use it standalone, to make money in the markets, here we go. My trading partner says, this this price action is giving me the look. The market is giving me the look right now, a really good look. He's always using that phrase, the look. I know this look, I know that that's a bad look, that's a good look, this is a great look. All those things, he always talks about the look. Now he is a smart money concepts trader, he is truly, I do mean that, kills me in it, fantastic, fantastic smart money trader. When he goes into smaller time frames and he wants to scalp, which he does every Thursday, Friday, basically, um, he's all price action. He's all price action. Even since we've been uh, trading together, uh, I can see he's uh, always really good at price action trading, don't get me wrong, but it's definitely improved. Um, and he just knows where to hop into areas. Yes, because he does know certain things like FVGs. If you haven't or don't know about FVGs, we've got episodes out there. But he specifically targets areas in the market with heavy rejection candlesticks and FVGs. And he knows what is going to happen for the most part, because remember, you're always losing Forex, what's going to happen when it comes into that area if it gives him a certain look. Now, if you ask him, what makes up that look, mate? He'll be able to give you an X, Y, Z, one to 20 reasons of why this look 
and I promise I'll stop saying that soon, actually works really well. The only way you can do that, of course, is backtesting. But the way that he and I both went about it, and although we haven't known each other for that long, it's really cool to see, we, in our own strategies, and this is what you should be doing, seeing certain patterns. Yes, look out for your own strategy, but don't be blind to large moves. That's the easiest thing to target. Do you see a really large move, a really long or large move to the upside or the downside? Quick bursts up or down? Do you see them frequently within your strategy? Do you see these areas? I know the answer is going to be yes, it's a rhetorical question. Okay, cool. Do they happen around your strategy? The answer is no, that's gonna be a little bit tougher because the answer for me when I had mine was yes. Usually at the end of my strategy would be a large move to the upside or the downside. That was my very first strategy. It was based off using my own mentors and then seeing these large moves happen. And it's the same with my trading partner and me and my students, for example. Some of them have even turned my strategy and turned it more into what they're looking at. I have a guy, he knows who he is, does a simple breakout and retest one and it's waiting for large moves to come off the back of that. Um, That's a bit of a simplified version to it, but that's how I see it. And you find these moves in the market and then you go, okay, where's the start of all these moves? What does the start of the move look like? Are there big rejection candlesticks? Are there order blocks? Are there institutional candlesticks? Does it drop into a demand zone? How big's the break of structure? That's something that I would always look at. There was always a break of structure, and I knew that certain pips in terms of large candlesticks that would break structure, I knew they had a higher chance of actually succeeding than lower pip breakouts or break of structures. And that's what started it. And that's what price action is, guys. There's really no secret way to go about this sort of stuff. You look at the market and you analyze it and you go, okay, cool. So next time where you have seen, let's say for me, a break of structure, a large one, these big candlesticks, you go, all right, I can see that price action has formed a large break of structure cool, this looks really good. Maybe I'll hop in here and see what's going to go on. And then as you move on, you turn it from that break of structure thing to go, okay, what's the build-up play to that? Is it large moves, small consolidation periods? Is it normal healthy price action? Is it going into a demand zone or supply zone? What is it? What's going on there? And then seeing what the build-up play is going, okay, cool. And then you go and you backtest it and you say, okay, these are all the winners here. These are all the losers. What are the similarities between the two and what are the differences? Okay, the differences are that after it breaks out, all the losers immediately have no retracement, perhaps. It just starts to go up and shoot up way too quickly. And then it comes back, which makes me think that it's either more news or it's smart money, you know, manipulating the market. Whereas a really good one, it comes up, has a shallow retracement, then it shoots off. The key thing that I'm giving you here, guys, is you must know the look. You gotta know it. That's the secret to price action trading. And why is that beneficial? We talked about it in part one, but please stick around for this. If you're thinking of clicking off now, don't. The reason why that's so beneficial is this will translate into so many different strategies for you. 
even if it doesn't work for your strategy now, if you find something later on and it's based on FVGs and this look that you know that you've seen moves up, it's based around that. Or you find something really good with institutional candlesticks, the look that you know, it's based off of that. And you go, okay, I'm already ahead. I now know more. That was that final thing, that piece of the puzzle that clicks in and I've got it and I'm going for it. That's how you use price action to do this. You go, can it work on the smaller time frames? And then you see this move is amplified and maybe appears so many more times in a smaller time frame. And you go, amazing. How's it a little bit different here to the larger ones? What does price action do around these areas? Is there something that I'm missing in terms of these entries? Oh my word. Right here, there was a double bottom. This is the third touch. It's now a triple bottom. And in each of these bottoms, price action has reacted roughly the same. Oh, now if I see this bottom start to be formed in the future and price action looks like this, I know the success rate of how it hops in. Maybe it has to break below and form a whole new low. I don't know. But that's how you use price action. Because then it turns into different strategies. Amazing. You refine it with your smart money, you refine it with your ICT training, you go, okay, cool. And then when you just randomly look in the market one day, you go, oh yeah, I, I see another pattern forming. Because your brain and your eyes now think differently. You're looking for patterns, you're looking for similarities. When you see a rejection wick, suddenly in the market, you start to think and your brain's turning and you're going, okay, if it looks like this, I'm gonna hop in soon. If you just use theories and you just stick to one thing and if it just says, if it goes into this demand zone and then it touches here and there's a small consolidation and then we hop in, cool, you know that one off by heart but you cannot trade anything else. That's it, you're now limited to that one thing. If you want to be a multifaceted, high performance trader, you have got to understand how the market works. That's why some people just focus on trading one currency pair. Have you ever thought of that? Or has anyone ever told you that? Why do you think that? It's so you know every single move that that currency pair makes. I know a really good trader. He just does Euro USD. That's it. He is insane at trading Euro USD. He doesn't trade that often. He really doesn't. Doesn't need to, because he's usually right. And he's right most of the time, and he gets his R and R. Because he knows exactly he doesn't trade anything else. I think he trades the um, S P five hundred kind of deal or Nasdaq or something along those lines. It's one of those like oil or gold or some sort of indice. He does like three things, that's it. He started off with one, learnt it fully and then moved on. I thought that would be the way for me as well. And I realized actually spreading myself really thin across the loads of different pairs was actually how I wanted to go about it. But there's something in that as well. If you're feeling overwhelmed, cut down on every pair. Just go to your favorite one. Learn how it moves perfectly. Then chuck into another one. And then if you see, hey, there's a similarity between EURUSD and, I don't know, AUDNZD. There's similarities here. Maybe it'll work on a third pair or JPY, or maybe it only works on Euro Great British Pounds, and that's the link between them, and as long as I'm trading Euro Great British Pound, I'm fine, I don't know, but you learn the look of how these things move, suddenly you're not just trading on one pair, suddenly you're trading on more pairs, 
and what's the golden rule here to sum it up that I told you about? What What is it? And I know this might sound really bogus and really annoying, but you should have already guessed it by now, guys. You should have already guessed it. It's just backtesting. Just looking at the market. Looking at... And the easiest way to go about it is finding really large moves. You find a really large move, keep on looking at how that price action forms. Go, listen to this podcast, listen to other podcasts, find a mentor, go on YouTube, do whatever you need to do to put the pieces together. Again, I'm against most of that stuff. Of course I am, and I'm going to plug myself every time because you can either waste your time uh, trying to figure it out all by yourself. Cool. Do it for a couple of years. I'll be here. Um, Or come back and actually have someone just go, okay, here, here, here. And you go, oh, I'm making money right now. I could have been making money this entire time, which is the majority of what you guys, most of my listeners, when you come and actually come to me, go, I didn't want to spend the money, but now that I'm actually making it and I could have been making it this whole time, I kind of feel like a little bit stupid. And that was the same thing with me. And that's going to be the same thing with you once you start to learn price action. And you go, damn, I was just sticking to Smart Money ICT and I never looked at anything around me. Um, I looked at my strategy and usually around my exit areas or my entry areas, I found that there were really common similarities between all my losers. So now once I see this look, inverted commas, I never hop into it. Thanks, Alex. Um, now that I know price action, I see it. This is what a good price action looks like on my entries. This is what a bad one looks like. I just boosted that up from 50 to 55 or 55 to 60 or 40 to 55. I don't know. That's what I'm expecting from this, from every single one of you that listen to this. Anyway, guys, uh, for that reason, it's really hard. I can't really go into more. I'd love to talk and actually show you and hop on the charts. That's why I've created my YouTube account. I've already plugged it, so I'm not going to go on again. I will be uploading as much as I humanly can um, and also getting onto my Patreon as well. Anyway, guys, uh, that's it from me. I hope you had a good one and I will speak to you later. Bye.